Welcome to Prince Among Queens, featuring your host, Troy Bronstein. In this program, Troy speaks to some of the most talented recording artists in the music business. You'll hear the stories, as well as the stories behind the stories. What's big, what's now, what's next? You'll get the updates right here. Now, here's Troy Bronstein. Hello, everyone. You're listening to The Prince Among Queens, and I'm your host, Troy Bronstein. If you'd like to email me, you can do so at troy at t-besttalentagency.com. And if you'd like to call in today and speak to our guest, you can do so on 866-472-5787. Okay, let's get right to it. Once again, it's a pleasure for me to have on my show as a guest today, a woman that I've worked with for over 20 years. I've known her as a friend. She's the voice that's heard around the world. She's toured the world. Let's give a warm welcome to the fabulous Miss Anaya Day. Yay. Hey, Troy. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Good, good. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for um, having me. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Um, so you, like many others, basically you started um, started in the church with singing, but you... Um, also are a true, I'm going to say a true New Yorker because you were uh, born in New York and raised in New York and went to school in New York, all of that above. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah. Yes, indeed. And you um, attended uh, uh, the High School of Music and Performing Arts and then went on to study musical theater at the University of Bridgeport. Yes, indeed. Very good. Um, you... You went on and you did um, the Broadway and stuff that you did. Was that pre the music or was that like during the music in the beginning? Or because, for example, when you were on Broadway and you were the understudy for um, Stephanie Mills was Dorothy and the Wiz. And then, of course, you got I think you got to do the leading role towards the end in D.C. and St. Louis. Um, but how how is yes. that? Yes, yeah. Indeed. Um, how was that? I mean, doing something like like that versus, you know, going out and singing for the people. Um, I love musical theater, but it's a whole other beast. I mean, you're doing someone else's music. You're speaking someone else's words. You're doing someone else's blocking and someone else's, uh, uh, someone else's vision, just totally, you know, and you have to do it the same way every night, every time, because the next person that comes to see it wants to see that show. And you right. can't like veer off and the music is written and you have to sing it as it is written. So you don't have much flexibility. You can't, uh, you know, flex your creative, uh, <laughs> your creative <laughs> muscles too much in a, in a musical, but I do love it. But um, I was doing Little Shop of Horrors and um, Broadway Dusseldorf. I lived in Germany at the time in Dusseldorf. And um, while rehearsing for Little Shop of Horrors, um, a mutual friend of mine and Boris Lugosh's tried to get us linked together saying that I should, you need to hear some music from my friend Boris. He's a good producer. And then tell Boris, you should hear my friend Anaya. She's a really good singer. <laughs> and we were like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And eventually I get on a train from Dusseldorf to Hanover, rode four hours, got there. And I was just like getting over the flu or something. And Moosty, that's when I met Moosty and Errol. And uh, Errol gave me direction for Keep Pushing. He said, you know, just say something like, if you keep going, it'll get 
easier and life will get better down the line and, you know, just something positive. And I said, okay. So I go in there, I sing a bunch of stuff just from the top of my head until I get to keep pushing on, things are gonna get better. And Musti makes the the keep going sign. He puts his finger up and like, keep going, keep going. So that's why I sing it a few times until I think of something else. So I basically sang a bunch of stuff that I learned in church. Though the mountains seem too high and the valley low, you know, (laughs) that kind of stuff. And that's how keep pushing came. So I did that session. I got back on the train, went back to Dusseldorf, and when I was on hiatus um, in New York, vacuuming my marmalade-colored rug, uh, I hear, kiss, master mix, keep pushing on things. And I was like, oh, I know this song. And I'm dancing while I vacuum. <laughs> then when it got to... <laughs> then when it got to... Not knowing it's the you. Mountains scene too, oh, not knowing. No clue. Because, you know, I, I've... I do video, uh, sorry, I do uh, demos constantly. Um, You know, I was always recording. So I do it and I leave it there. In my mind, I had just done a a demo with them. I I didn't count it as a proper recording for a single. So that was the last thing on my mind. And this was months later anyway. So yeah, it plays. And then when it gets to, I said, that's me. And I ran and I said, Ma, I'm on the radio. (laughs) And then I was like, wait a minute, I'm on the radio. So then we had to put a call into them. I was going to say, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, we got it all sorted. And then um, it did so well worldwide. They said, um, Errol, I'll never forget, Errol said to me, well, little lady, you've got, little lady, you've got a big record on your hands. And I said, really? Because, you know, I wasn't hitting the club as much as the average person because I was in musical theater. I was busy, you know, doing eight shows a week. You don't have much wow. time to go and dance around. So, right. uh, so you have a big record. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. So I'm out with my friend Tashina, the actress Tashina Arnold. And we're at Webster Hall. I'm standing on the balcony. All of a sudden, I hear keep pushing. And we were like, what? We just started screaming and we looked (laughs) down below at the giant dance floor and everybody had their hands up and they were going nuts. And that's when I understood. That was the first time I heard it in the club. And Mm -hmm. I understood the magnitude of what Errol was trying to convey to me. So I went when I went back to Dusseldorf, um, he put in a call to me and said, you've got to come back over here to Hanover because we have to write a a follow up. This is huge. So we wrote, hold your head up high. We did that and that blew up. And I was like, oh my God. So I didn't really have much more time for musical theater. Once I finished Broadway Dusseldorf, I segued into Little Shop of Horrors. When Little Shop of Horrors was over, I had to chill because all I did was tour. And right after that was Horny. So it was 1995, 96 was Keep Pushing, 97, um, hold your head up high. And then 98 came Horny. Like I had no time for musical theater so that's how i got into being a house artist right right well i mean you know it's 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 a a good way to land i guess you could call it you know um yeah because between uh (laughs) keep pushing hold your head up high and then horny i mean those are three you know massive songs and then um you mentioned um your friend tashina arnold and um i know um you and yeah. Tashina and Tisha Campbell, you know, you're like the three musketeers. Um, and 
I, I, I know. <laughs> yep. And um, a few years later, you had the song, um, which also became a huge hit in Club Anthem, Moving Up, where um, Tashina yes. sings with you on that, doesn't she? Or she wrote it with yes, you? Yes, she does. Um, no, she wrote it and she sings it with me. Um, she uses her alias, China Rowe. China Rowe. I was going to ask about that. Yeah. So people don't know yes. it's her. Yes. So China is the last half of her first name because it's Tashina, but it's spelled to China. You know what I mean? So oh. China is the last half of her first name and Rowe is the beginning of her middle name. So we named her China Rowe. And that way people didn't know it was her until, you know, they started to figure it out and things like that. But yeah, she is China Rowe and she wrote my verses and I wrote hers. And we went to uh, MC Light introduced us to Mike Cruz. And um, because she was going to be the executive producer of the project, but, you know, uh, it was hard to find a home for the record at the time. So it sat for like a year and a half, almost. Yeah, a year and a half. And then we were like, you know what, let's shop it. And Nervous picked it up and uh, it blew up. It did so well. I I, I sing it. It's a great track. I love that track. Yeah, thank you. It, it was fun to do. We went to Mike Cruz's loft and he had made spaghetti and meat sauce. And he said, I made some spaghetti and meat sauce. You guys got to eat. He fed us. He gave us vodka. And we went in there and just like, ah! <laughs> yeah, I remember that right in his loft. I remember um, uh, you were doing a show in San Diego and um, I was there. And um, Tashina drove down from L.A. And I remember on um, Moving Up, she came out and was singing with you. And I remember at first you saw that the the crowd's reaction, because, of course, they know who she is from Martin, the TV show Martin and all that going on, that they were just, you know, they were just like, um, you know, oh, my God, you know, what is she doing here? And then she starts singing and it was actually right on point. You know, they're going wait a minute, is she on the record too? Which she was on the record. So when she starts singing her part, everybody just went well, nuts. They were just screaming and yelling. Yes. And that was just, that was so fun. So crazy. Um, I thought that that was, that was very, very awesome. I was. Uh, yes, it was that was fun. I love singing the song with her because she doesn't get to sing it with me often. You know, it's, I can count on one hand how many times we actually got to perform it together you know but every time we do it's hilarious and it's video worthy every time because she's a natural oh she's comedian. crazy she's <laughs> crazy in a fun way i mean i i mean i've met her a couple times now and and um uh she's just definitely you you've you've got a wear a diaper because you don't pee your pants because she's laughing and making you laugh so hard and cracking her jokes and just her whole personality. I mean, I love her. She's great. Yes. She's great. Yes. And then Tisha too, you know, is, is the same. So I can see how the three of you all, you know, mold together, sort of yeah. speak. And, um, since we were kids, yeah. since we were kids, that's yeah, that's you know, that's, so it's really cool to still be rocking it. <laughs> yes, definitely. Definitely. Um, uh, you also, um, speaking of, of, of different people, you have an extensive uh, line of session music, of singing backgrounds, I'm going to put it that way, um, and working with other people like um, Michael Jackson, Al Green, MC Light, Queen Latifah, Big Daddy. Um, how is it when you go and you do 
that with them? I mean, from coming from having your own sound and like what you're saying, as far as being on Broadway, you're singing, you know, somebody else's stuff. So you can't really like ad lib to the song because everyone's going to be like, what the hell is she talking? What, what is she doing? You know, you're going <laughs> off script and, you know, but when you're going and you're working with, you know, that caliber, you know, of, of, of a song person and, and musician and singer, how is it for you having to, you know, you still follow like their lead or, or uh, how do you feel when you go in there? I mean, do you feel like, you know, oh my God, I'm a little like, cause you shouldn't because you have the same quality talent that they do, but I'm just saying, you know, under, under the direction, how, how does that yeah. follow the direction? I've been lucky and blessed in that they know that I arrange, write and arrange background vocals and hooks and things like that. So they give me free reign. Um, I haven't, I mean, of course, I operate within the confines of the content of the music, of course, but even Michael Jackson, um, he sang his part and he was like chewing gum or potato chips or something in between. <laughs> He's like, who gave you the right? <laughs> it's the song Ghost and he hadn't even fully developed his bit. So I was like, can I be creative? And he's like, sure. And I created some ooze and a whole bunch of stuff around his vocals. And I even mimicked him in some parts because it's what I wanted him to wish that he had done to make it mesh well with what I created. So I did these like certain things and he kept them all. He kept everything. And he (laughs) sent up at that time a fax. He said, tell Anaya I love what she did. And he kept everything that I did Um, with, um, Queen Latifah, we actually sing a ballad together. It's not um, background vocals. I'm singing the lead and she's singing it with me. Yeah. And it's called What You're Gonna Do. And it's a ballad dedicated to her brother who has passed away. Um, With MC Light, I've sung on like three or four of her songs and I sing the hooks and yeah, it's not background. It's background and lead. So I'm singing the hooks and singing the background. Bootsy Collins, I wrote um, two of the songs on his project and I sing on six of them. Um, uh, yeah, I. so everybody gives me a bit of free reign and I have no trouble <laughs> making it rock and being creative. So they don't stifle me. It's a blessing. Right, right. Well, I mean, you know, you've got a signature voice, so they want to hear, you know, they want to hear it, I'm sure, on on theirs and blend it in as best they can to their to their sound, you know. Um, exactly. I know that you always have that, you know, that one thing that you do <laughs> that's always on every song. That's what I did on Crystal's record. Did you hear Crystal's record? No, I haven't Heavy. heard it yet. I haven't heard it yet. Yeah, I, I'm singing backgrounds on Heavy and then I go, Heavy! oh i can't wait to hear that yeah we had crystal on two two weeks ago um oh awesome and she talked about actually she talked about that and uh and you doing the backgrounds and all that so we're gonna take we're gonna take a um a quick little break here and on the outro you're gonna hear uh a piece of anaya's track keep pushing on and um Hopefully you're familiar with it. If not, enjoy it, and we'll see you after the break. Keep pushing on. Things are gonna get better. It won't take long. Keep on moving to the top. Keep on moving, moving. Gotta keep on moving to the top. Keep on pushing, pushing.
out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. In the spirit of Have Couch Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all of our show archives on demand, all from your iOS, Amazon Kindle, or Android device. Download it from the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Voice America Network proudly presents The Catherine Zox Show for women, men, children, and families. Catherine magically combines her compassion, experience, and talent to bring listeners a show that's upbeat, informative, and yes, a little sassy. Tune in every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern to The Catherine Zox Show on the Voice America channel. You're listening to Prince Among Queens with Troy Bronstein. To reach the show today, call into 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You can also reach out by email to Troy at t-besttalentagency.com. Now, back to Prince Among Queens. Okay, welcome back. Um, in speaking uh, about your your singles your first three singles and how you popped into the scene with um keep pushing and then um hold your head up high and horny um your name was not mentioned on those records it had um like boris and i'm if i pronounce it wrong lugish and then you have you know moose tea and you know it's it's with boom featuring boom stuff like that how come they didn't use your name was it was it something why? I don't know. Well, that was intentional. Um, I actually asked them not to use my name because um, uh, just before I left to move to Europe, I was signed to Sony, to Epic Records, um, and I was doing a lot of hip-hop and R&B back then. And at that time, that little space and time, you couldn't blur the lines. Like, right. you're signed to hip-hop and R&B. They don't want you to come out with some freaking dance record you know they were like nah you know they would have been like nah so I just said I don't use my name just put my name in the credits but let's just use a project name and um I don't remember who came up with boom but they came up with Boris Lugos presents boom with three o's and then when we did hold your head (laughs) up high it was Boris Lugos presents boom with three o's and it but it says vocals by Anaya Day written by Anaya Day blah 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 but um just as the artist is boom. And then when you get to horny, you have Moose T versus Hot and Juicy because there was Emma, 
Lanford and Nadine, and they, they were uh, a little duo. And I had already done the vocals. I had done the, the, the hook and the backgrounds and all that stuff for Horny. Because at first, when Moosty put Horny out, it was an instrumental. And it was called Horny, the Horny song or Horny, because it had, it goes, da, 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 all the horns, the horn licks. So he mm-hmm. called it Horny because of oh, that. Oh, for horns. And, um, I gotcha. <laughs> yes. And then he said, um, do you want to put a little, I want to put a little vocal on this. This song is blowing up. I, I think I need a vocal. And so after we finished, like, I, I think we were working on Randy Crawford's project or someone else's project. We did a lot of projects together. Could have been Missy Elliott. I don't know. But um, after we finished that session, um, we had a couple of beers and we're giggling and we go in and he says, sing something like I'm horny, 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 horny tonight, you know, go do that. And I said, okay. And I went, I don't know. And I started singing that. And I was like, can I add some backgrounds? I want to put some ooze. He said, do what you want, do what you want. And I added some stuff. And then I went back uh, to New York on hiatus again. And Errol calls and says, this record, oh my God, it's doing so well. And we want to put a, a lead on it. Um, uh, I should say a verse, sorry, put a verse on it. And I said, oh, you should do that. And he said, when are you coming back? I said, well, not soon enough to fit the timeline. You know, I'm going to be here a couple of weeks. I said, you can put someone else on the verses, you know, especially because the verses uh, stopped the song from being a double entendre. It kind of made it about horny sexual. It Got took it. away from the fact that the we horns. initially did it because of the horns. Right. And it was saying, you know, you got me horny in the morning. So that immediately wipes away the double entendre. No one knows the song is dedicated to the actual horn licks in the song. Because got the it. first thing it does is explain that I'm horny in the morning. You know, yeah. so Emma sang that. Yeah, she sang the verses and it, uh, and I did the rest. So um that is called Moosty versus Hot and Juicy. It's neither of our names are on it until, you know, he, diff, he had, there are it, different iterations of it and some have her name on it, some are still, you know. But uh, yeah, that's how that happened with the no name thing. I was insistent. But after the third one and the third one in a row blew up three years in a row, I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm supposed to do house music. I get it. So after 98, <laughs> I started using my name. <laughs> got it got it yeah i didn't know that yeah. about about horny um as far as the horn section and because uh, i never heard it as yeah. an instrumental or any of that stuff so the whole you don't have to because the main part of it goes da, 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 da. it does yeah. the horns it's that's it it's all horns horn throughout the whole yeah. thing exactly but na- yep. now it yep. makes sense now that you're t- you, you're telling right the story it all makes sense but i never looked at it that way because it was always just about being horny you know what i mean like everyone <laughs> i'm horny in the morning i'm horny at night i'm horny horny right. horny <laughs> so yes uh, yeah the verses um kind of stomped on the whole double entendre concept <laughs> yeah but again for you it was another number one so you can't you know yes things Cannot things complain. happen like that <laughs> exactly now yeah. you, you you also have uh, you know credits to your name with discover card coca-cola um you know for commercials and oprah winfrey um and then i know adidas picked up keep pushing for a yes. commercial right for was it tennis shoe yep. commercial that adidas did 
Yes, um, Adidas picked it up. They have this campaign called Original is Never Finished. So every year or two, they have a new campaign or new song that they're rocking. And um, so last year, they picked up Keep Pushing. And they licensed it from us. And it was so cool because they had to email me and get approval for their version of the song, which was super cool because it has the pop artist Dua Lipa singing Keep Pushing. And um, in the video, it's Dua Lipa and ASAP Ferg. And there it's real. It's totally different than the way I did it. And then Dua Lipa says, keep pushing. I was like, work. You know, so <laughs> it played uh, during the Super Bowl. And um, yeah, it was it was really cool because I would go. I went to the hair store, the hair supply place, and it was it's a huge warehouse-like place. And they're playing music. And the next thing I hear is that, keep pushing. And my cousin Cheryl goes, Day, that's you. I said, no, it's not me, but it's mine. It's mine. Yeah, because you wrote it, right? You wrote that track. Yeah. And, you know, there was no written word. Actually, I sang it from the top of my head. So there was no written word. But, yes, I created the lyrics for that and um also it's on high town uh high town is a new series on television and um i kind of bootlegged the the scene by filming it on my um on my phone as they did the little party scene a festival scene and the lead the lead actor is walking through the crowd and you hear keep pushing on things. I was like, yeah. And which TV show? <laughs> what what show was that again? I didn't care. It's called High Town. High Town. High it's South. a new show. High Town. High Town. town like City okay. Town. Yes, High Town. Yep. And then um, you know, one of my I also do, of course, R and B still. So one of my unreleased R and B tunes called How Many Ways was licensed by Queen Sugar which is um, a very good show and it's very popular. And uh, I happen to be watching the diner scene. They're like in a diner or a restaurant and they're having a meeting and behind them I hear, how many ways? And I was like, oh snap. <laughs> <laughs> I had forgotten that they licensed it. So um, how, that was a nice surprise that wasn't quite a surprise but it was a surprise because I totally forgot and it's a show that I watch anyway so I happened to be watching it and heard myself it was so funny oh gosh <laughs> that is funny it's yes. funny how, how how those things happen I remember one time um uh when I was on the road with Lonnie and we were staying here at my house Lonnie Gordon and um we were watching it wasn't Animal Planet but it was one of those animal shows you know and you were over in in um uh australia and stuff and all of a sudden you know because she went over there and recorded a song called god that can dance which went number one and was huge over there it did a little bit here in the states but we went over there recorded it and then we never even actually got a final version of the song and we were sitting there like having chips and dip and into the sofa watching the flicking through the channels and then we heard you know god that can dance and we just looked at each other like no and so it was like the song was over. It was charting already in Australia. Nobody oh. sent anything to us or not. So it was like, you know, when you heard keep pushing for the first time, it's like, I need to make a phone call. And right. Say, you know, <laughs> what's going on? But it's funny how things like that, when you hear it and you're not expecting it and you're just like, oh, 
wait a minute, you know, I know that, yeah. or I know that person singing that song and I wonder if they know about it. And uh, Exactly. So it's, it's, it's quite, it's quite funny. Just like on um, uh, the slot machines now, like Martha Wash is on the slot machines and, you know, they've really? got all the different, yeah, it's raining men. They have a piece of it's raining men on this one that um, we were just at the other day. And I went, oh, I wonder if, and then the Pointer Sisters were on there. Bonnie was on one. And I'm like, wow, oh, I wonder if they're getting royalties for that. I got to check that out and see. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. So the jingles, the jingles will carry you, uh, will carry you on along, along the map. So yes, indeed. We're, um, and I, go ahead. Yeah. And I actually did a lot of real jingles. Um, but I'll tell you about that when we come back. We'll, we'll but um, I did a lot of jingles in um, Germany. I worked with a jingle house called um, Kemper Music. And I got to write and perform a lot of jingles for a lot of commercials. Oh, wow. Like they would lock me in the studio for like 11 hours and I would just <laughs> create, create, create. Well, good. <laughs> but you I'll get, tell you about it. You can tell us all about that after we come back from the break. And I believe they're going to be playing your track. Um, moving up. Um, I believe it's moving up uh, on this break. So on our way out, enjoy. our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. You're listening to Prince Among Queens with Troy Bronstein. To reach the show today, call into 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You can also reach out by email to Troy at t-besttalentagency.com. Now, back to Prince Among Queens. Okay, so 
you've been spending a lot of time on the aria charts and for those people that aren't familiar with the aria charts that's like our billboard charts but it's down in australia down under as they say and you went and um worked with a, a producer called mr timothy and uh, yes. did the track i am the one i know which came out and actually that was on the um on the pop charts for 33 weeks and i think um didn't you weren't you nominated for an aria for that song down there i i believe so i i think so and um i think uh timothy went to the show and did you guys we win? Didn't get it but okay. you know <laughs> no <laughs> i guess that's why i put it out of my mind but um then you yeah, did... that crossed over to pop and it also came out here in America. So it did really well because it crossed over here. Um, and the second single I did with him, Stand By, Stand me, by me, also yeah. crossed over to here. Yeah, came over here. So um, I did pretty well with those two. I'm thankful. And then um, one of the, uh, I'm going to say, uh, bigger, I'm going to say hits um, in, in my viewpoint only um, was Nasty Girl which in Australia, oh, yeah. it, it went top 20, but in the UK, it was like out of control. And in fact, you made history um, being the only artist to perform twice in one week on top of the pops with that yes, with nasty. Um, it went to number four in the pop chart in the UK and in Europe, I guess I should say at the time when they were part of it. And um Yes, so Top of the Pops used to come on on Sundays, and I performed with my dancers there on Top of the Pops on a Sunday. I went back to America, got a call. Did you? I think you called me. Yeah. <laughs> to tell me that Milk and Two Sugars called you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you were like, uh, you got to go back to the UK. I was like, huh? And you said, yeah, they're moving to Fridays, and they want to have you back. I was like, uh <laughs> so I had to, well, we had to gather everyone uh, and we had a, a smaller troop of dancers on Friday. So I'm the only one who did a Sunday and a Friday because they were on their way out. You know, you get put on Friday night, you know that your show is about to bite the dust <laughs> 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 because people go out on Friday nights. You know what I mean? And yeah. if they put you in a Friday slot, it's very difficult to garner ratings. So, um, but still. Uh, and and of course they're off the air now, but I was able to do twice in one week, and I'm the only one who did it. Yeah, yeah, that was a great show, and it was on for years too. Um, it used to be a lot of a lot yes. of fun. Um, so uh, after Nasty Girl in Australia, you were still releasing songs over there. Um, you did Glamorous Life with uh, T Funk. It was the yes, alias Timothy. Of- of of Timothy, Mr. Timothy, yeah. And yep. then um you had the track Breakaway that came out yep. a year or so after that. And that charted, yep. So ha, ha, I know you love Australia and that's like your second home. I think it's Melbourne yeah. is your is your favorite. Um yes. How how do you compare touring over there to touring here? They're pretty much the same, just different culture, different you know, attitudes, or it's just pretty much the same. Um it's pretty much the same. I mean, but, but um, yeah, it's just a different culture. I always say that Australia is like Britain with an American twist. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> that's, that's a good way to put it, because that's kind of how it is, actually. It, it is kind of yeah, like that, you know, with the American twist. Totally. And they are 
a great audience and they are a faithful audience and they're tenacious and zealous. And I love that about them. Like when somebody latches onto your music or to your, your, um, just your artistry, they stay on it. You know what I mean? Like I've gained friends and, and buddies and people who come to every show, you know, they, they're really awesome like that. And I love my Australian fam, but I also love my, um, European fam and my American fam. So I'm, I'm lucky and blessed to have, you know, a good coalition of folks around me and supporting. Well, I, I remember the first time I went over to, or down to, I should say, Australia, I didn't realize actually that Australia's, a, it's very large. I mean, when you've got, you know, the different cities, you know, the the, the Cairns and the Barrier Reef and the Gold Coast and Melbourne and, yep. and all that stuff that it's, it's, it's fairly large. So you can yep. go over there like you do and then be there for a while. So it does become, yeah. a, you know, a, a second. It's not much in the middle. Everything is on... <laughs> on the edges, you know, even up and above, I mean, up and below, everything is kind of on the edges of Australia. Uh, There's not much to go and do in the middle as far as nightlife is concerned, but anywhere along the coasts, north, south, east, and west, there's stuff to do. Yeah. I I remember um, Melbourne, since that's one of your favorite cities, I'm just going to bring it up and ask, did you ever go and see the fairy penguins while you were there? Um, I did not, but I, I went to see the penguins only in the zoo and they, there are heaps of them, you know, and I guess, you know, maybe it was a rainy day and they had them inside. I don't know, but, um, I loved them, but I didn't go see the, the, you know, next time you go, make it a point to go and see the fairy penguins because they go these, the promoter that we were there was telling me about it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Fairy penguins, whatever. So he says, no, we'll go, we'll go see. So we went and we sat and it's right on the water, like on the beach and you're having a drink. And then as the waves curl in, all of a sudden you see these penguins and they're only like maybe a foot tall. And that's why they call them fairy penguins because they're little and they're walking Aww. up the sand out of the curl of the water. So as the water is, is doing a curl onto the beach, these penguins are walking out of the curl up onto the beach and then they sleep on the beach. Go back in the next day. It's a oh. trip. It's really, it's really cool. So that's I've never gone. Check on, check it out. You know, next time that you go. Um, Definitely. A couple of questions that I ask everybody is, uh, it's well, uh, is who would you that you? Ha- this is, let me put it this way: You've worked with you know Harry Choo Choo, Boris, Quentin Harris, Mike Cruz. You've worked with with a lot of people. Who would you like to work with that you haven't had the opportunity to work with yet? Um, I always say Stevie Wonder, but I guess if we're thinking about house music, well, um, I've never done anything with, well, it would be Stevie Wonder, but in house music, I would love to work with, um, there are f- quite a few, but um, yeah, <laughs> I, I would love to hard. work with, <laughs> with David Morales because I love his, um, I love his soulfulness, but I also love the way he can concoct a good beat. Right. Like I love a good beady slash 
Basie Foundation, you know, and one of my favorite uh, producers to work with is Quentin Harris right. because he gives you that deep, dark, you know, woo. Yeah, I, I don't remember hearing a track that Quentin concocted that I did not love. <laughs> All right. And then, um, uh, oh, we have a caller actually from Australia. Let's see. Oh. Okay. Uh, I think the name is James. I'm not sure, but let's take that caller in and let him talk. Hello, welcome to the show. Hello, my name is Jay, Jay Peters. I'm from Melbourne, Australia. Yes, Jay. How are you? How are you? Melbourne is a nice second home. It is, it is an amazing place. It's rainy and cold now, but yeah, it's a great place. <laughs> and Jay, com- Jay comes to all of my shows. He will fly <laughs> to another city to see me perform. Oh, I get, I love you night brings day. me flowers. He brings me candy. He makes t-shirts <laughs> out of my photos. His license plate says, I heart Naya. That's his oh. license plate on his Mercedes. <laughs> oh, <Yes>. that's great. <laughs> that's great. Yes. God. He is a God, wonderful, God. wonderful wonderful supporter that's why he had to call in i'm sure if he goes to every show this is like a show oh yeah <laughs> jay, jay is my homie well that's great well james next time i go to australia i'll have to meet you myself say hi sounds good come on say hi to me i'll look after you okay all right <laughs> that's good well appreciate you calling my pleasure. Have a lovely day. Yeah. Take care. Bye. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Jay. All right. That was great. That's cool. Very yeah. Cool. <laughs> that was so cool of him. <laughs> so um, I told you he he that the, the the Australians they are not a game. They're gonna be no. There, that's, you know what I mean? That's, that's true. That's and you know that's I mean that's awesome when you know think about that because. Like you're saying, he's at every show. He flies to see you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And obviously, he's following you because here he's calling in. I don't even know yep. what time. What time is it there now? They're 10 hour, 12 hours ahead, aren't they? Yeah. They're 14 ahead. 14 so, well, for you. What time? Yeah. Oh, for me, yeah. So, so there's 17 for you. Quarter right? to four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, one, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six, six, six o'clock in the morning. Wow. <laughs> Thank no, you, Jay. No. Yeah. Or is it six o'clock? No, six o'clock at night. The next day. Really? Wait, what That's time it is. is it now? What yeah, time is it? It's four o'clock. It's four, it's quarter to four. So it's seven time. here. So it's nine a.m. there. Nine a.m. There. there. Well, for you, yeah, because you're a yeah. couple hours ahead. So yeah, it's nine a.m. there. All right. Well, we're gonna take awesome. another break and um you're going to hear one night in heaven on your way out. And then when we come back, we're going to find out what Anaya's favorite city, her favorite show and favorite song is. So we'll be right back with Anaya Day.
follow the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. Speak up and join in at Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. You're listening to Prince Among Queens with Troy Bronstein. To reach the show today, call into 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You can also reach out by email to Troy at t-besttalentagency.com. Now, back to Prince Among Queens. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Okay. Um, like I was bringing up before we went to break as far as favorite and i i don't like to use the word favorite but it's unfortunately it's the only word that you can use because people ask me well what's your favorite you know who's your who's your favorite artist i'm like i don't have a favorite because they're all different and they're all my favorites we have our own relationships you know and they're all different from each other so you can't say that but as a performer i know like songs you know sometimes it's like oh my god i have to sing that song again i don't want to sing that song anymore i hate that song but that song you know went number one and it's still bringing you a paycheck today so we sing that song uh you know (laughs) there's certain cities that you know you develop relationships and 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 friends with people like australia and you so there's always things that stand out so as far as a favorite city what would you say is a favorite city of yours my favorite city, of course, is New York City. I'm born and bred in Brooklyn, and I I love it And because everywhere in the world that I go, uh, they say, where are you from? I say, New York. I could be in Tokyo. They go, I want to go to New York. <laughs> I could be in Australia, and they're like, I want to go there. You know, wherever I go, they want to go to New York. I went to Paris with my friend LaShonda, and we were dancing at an outdoor club, uh, and at the end of the night, do you know what their last closing song was? New York, New York. We're oh. in Paris, the city of love, the city of lights. And their last song was New York, New York. I made a little video and said, New York, you got to appreciate. Don't hate appreciate because they're singing about us all around the world. So New York for me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and what about a show? Favorite show? I mean, there's so many. I mean, Which it's, kind? that's the a television? tough one. But um, uh, just a, a, a favorite um track show that you went out was it like a favorite uh, circuit party event was it a, oh. a beach event was it you know well i'm gonna have to say that my favorite is um one of my favorites because there are many there's I, many I i'm sure yeah all because you know the crowds yeah but i have to say chicago 
Pride Fest because I've done it like 10 or 11 times now. Yeah, that's and true. And they always ask me back. They always treat me well. And the the crowd is always so with me. You know what I mean? I feel like right. I'm going back to sing for a, a bunch of people who are in my family. You yeah. know, So <laughs> I, I like that because it feels like home. You know, it feels right. like home. I have no nervousness. I go out there and go, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> the Halstead boy. Right? Um, and yeah. what about a, what about a song? Which song do you just love singing that you have in your show that you look you know look forward to singing? Oh, that I time? have in my show, I love singing. Uh, make some noise. Mm-hmm. I love singing that song because at the end it breaks down and I go, make some noise, make some, make some, yeah, yeah. And I just get to holler it out. So I get to scream <laughs> out my frustrations, my happiness, everything. And then when I'm singing, make some noise, the whole crowd goes, ah, and I go, make some noise. I go, ah. And so I love it because they're right there with me. So I love the exchange of energy. So that's one of my real favorites to sing. Got it. Now, you also have a band that uh, you play with and you actually travel with called 45 Riots out of New York. How is that yes. going and, and how was how was that differ from you going out as an I a day? Besides the sets being longer. (laughs) I'm a live music baby. You know, I come from musical theater, so I'm used to being live and I love singing with a live band. I used to have a band when I lived in Germany. Um, I have a band with Cheryl Pepsi Riley. Um, You know, you'll know her from. uh, How is she doing? She's doing great. Good. She looks great. She's doing great. And uh, we're, we're up to do a gig, but we're trying to work out the logistics. But our band is called Dysfunction, and we do funk and R&B. But the band that I'm with, 45 Riots, I'm one of the band leaders, and uh, we do all kinds of music. And not only are we uh, uh, a traveling band, but we also have become a record label. And the first project is out now. And it's the first person who ever sang with the band. And his name is Day Cornegay. And we have his project out now. And then COVID happened, but it'll pick back up when, <laughs> when things normalize or we'll figure something out. But we did the morning shows on TV and everything. And he was really on a roll there. So I'm looking forward to more growth with 45 Riots because we don't just pigeonhole ourselves. We do everything. And I love traveling with them because everybody's cool and everybody looks out for each other. And I get to really spread my wings. I get to direct the band sometimes and, you know, to lead and fun. It's Yes, it's amazing. They're an amazing group of people. There are over 100 people on the roster, over 100 musicians and singers. Wow. So um, sometimes on a given weekend, like a Saturday, we might have five or six bands out at once. You know, wow. that's how, yeah, they're in demand. So get 45 riots if you need a band. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, who who inspired you? I mean, growing up, you started in the church and all that stuff, but who, who inspired you to, to want to sing and, and, um, you know, enjoy the expressions of, of being sung? The first time I went out of the house as an infant, my mother took me to choir rehearsal with her. And from then on growing up, as I grew to bigger, 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 I would always go to choir rehearsal with my mother and I would hear my mother and my aunts singing. And so that inspired me to want to sing. And then my cousin Saul, who uh, is in the group Sky, that may call me if you need someone to talk to. A lot of them know, a lot of uh, music people, uh, house music people may know them, 
now as the ladies of Sky because the, the three ladies who are sisters, they are still performing and uh, hopefully the band will get back together. They just did an unsung on Sky and I am in that episode as well. I was there at the very beginning before they were even called Sky. But I was a little kid and I would sit on the, my aunt's basement steps and watch Sky rehearse BT Express and Brass Construction, wow. not realizing these were all famous bands and I was right. intaking all of that funk and R&B. And that's why I, I'm such a funk head. I love funk, you know, funk music. <laughs> and yeah, those are my influences. Totally my total inspirations and the Clark sisters, because, you know, as I got older, started listening to the Clark sisters when I was like 13 years old. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. And my friends and I would sing. A, we made a little group would sing around the different churches, um, singing Clark sisters music and Richard Smallwood music. So that's my gospel side. They're my favorite. I love the Clark sisters. Uh, yeah, no, the, the, they were great. They were great. Yeah. Um, so you were just saying that you love traveling with with um, the group and and all of that. Now that we're in COVID, I mean, basically, uh, our business, this business, is like shut down as far as any kind of live performances and the traveling and performing and all that. They're starting to do some stuff like the drive-in things, um, the virtual uh, virtual shows and yeah. the streaming. But do you miss performing live and and traveling? Do you miss all that? Yes. When I was in third grade, the teacher had a stand up. Miss Jefferson had a stand up and each person had to say what they wanted to do when they grew up. And when it got to me, she said, what do you want to do? I said, travel. And boy, did I get my wish. Because sometimes I'm like, oh, God, I just want to <laughs> stay home. But yeah, I, I do miss it. I, I love traveling and I miss it so much. And I miss singing with them, the energy, the camaraderie. We're all like family. I thoroughly miss it. But I'm thankful that I've been able to do a lot of live streams. And, you know, um, I've been able to take in, a, I have my own studio here at home. So I'm able to take in background vocal work um, and to do rec, make records. Um, I'm paid to sing on people's tracks, you know, would you do my record? Sure, you know, and right. <laughs> uh, that's been my sustenance. So I'm thankful to God that I have my own setup here to, to keep rocking. That's funny that you say that as far as, you know, which one to do and you just wanted to travel because that was one of the things that I wanted to do. And every year for my birthday, I would travel somewhere and my parents would send me on a trip somewhere and every single year. And um, it, it was something that, you know, I enjoyed. And then you guys are like, you know, can I have a weekend off? I want to just like kind of chill. And, you know, then the COVID thing happens and here we are like six months later and it's like, I yeah. want to go back to work. So I'm like, word, careful what you, what you wish for. But um, amen. you know, I hate, I hate to say it, but it appears that we are out of time. I could go on and on with you, Miss Anaya but uh, yeah. the time that we had is is up. Um, I want to thank you uh, from the bottom of my heart for coming on the show. And um, as they as they say, there'll never be another day, Anaya Day. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I love it. I hope you had as much fun as I did. And uh, join us next week. We'll have another world worldwide recording artist, Miss Robin S. Will be joining us. And my name is Troy Bronstein. And thanks for listening to us. On my show, Prince Among Queens. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Prince Among Queens. Be sure to join host Troy Bronstein for another great episode next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until then, enjoy your week.